Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. LaFondra looking to get close to LaFondra away from David. 3-1 running. Three points running. Hello and welcome to another Elm Park Rolls podcast. Yes, we've lost absolutely no surprise because we are dog shit. 2-0 defeat at Huddersfield. I just wanted to quickly say thank you to everyone who's listened to this podcast during an absolutely dire, terrible season, our worst in 20 years. It's been a real slog, hasn't it, watching it? I'm going to tell you doing the podcast has, has been as well. I'd like to say thanks to Alex and Matt as well, who've been absolutely heroic in their efforts. Um, kind of like, I, I don't know why they continue to go to so many away games. Uh, I really don't know many times, but um, thanks to them. I'd also like to say thanks to everyone who's uh, bought us a pint via EPR by Pints. You can do that via com. Anything appreciated. Obviously, if you don't, get that as well it will continue for free so thanks a lot i'm going to leave you now with alex and matt to talk about the game today i mean good luck with that lads but it's been absolutely grim and we will also read out the names for the people that have bought us a pint on the season review oh that's going to be a fun one isn't it to record absolutely can't wait for that so if you want to hear your name on the podcast buy us a pint Really appreciate that. And we will drink that merrily. I will now pass you over to two lads who absolutely love Reading, but at the moment also hate them. Thank you, Paul, for the introduction. And yes, Reading have lost again. Um, I'm back with Matt Lansley to discuss Reading's 17th away defeat of the season. It's not, not really been that much fun, has it, Matt? Let's be honest, following Reading this year. It's, I mean, I didn't think last year could get any worse because last year was bad. Um, somehow we we have topped it. And I mean, today it just it just capped off Reading FC this season, you know, in performance away from home, selections, oh, so changes. There's so many <sighs> cliches, isn't there? We can go into some of them. Um, in full, full honesty, neither Matt or myself actually went to the game today. We're kind of just basing this off the highlights because... 
neither has wanted to go up to Huddersfield. If you did, fair play to you. Um, you Take know. my hat off to anyone that went up today, to be honest. Um, yeah, I think yeah. I think I saw James James Earnshaw said there was 900 or so who went up out of the 2,500 who bought a ticket, roughly. So it's a lot of people who chose not to go. Um, but, you know, if you did, fair play. Um, Matt, the team today was a, a mixture of youth and kind of on the fringe players, yet also we still seem to play lonies. I thought it was a bit of an odd team. Um, Boyce Clark got his debuting goal, which I kind of expected that to happen. But it was more interesting for the absentees, I think, than the um, for the inclusions. Obviously, Zhao yeah. and Mate were missing. That was probably to be expected. Um, but also, no Nesta Guinness Walker in the starting lineup was perhaps a bit surprising. No Kamara in the starting lineup, I thought, was a bit surprising. And no Kelv, no big Kelv at all in the squad. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, 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 say, I think. To be honest, I think we all knew that you know Mate and Jao wouldn't wouldn't be going because, you know, they're, they're not going to be here next year. You know, they're not League One players. That they, they don't have League One contracts. You know, they're not going to or they're not going to accept a League One contract. That's for sure. Someone else will offer them enough to, you know, keep keep them on probably around if not just less than what they're on at the moment. Um, I did. I did smile to myself about Hendricks. I think Hendricks got that clause in his contract, doesn't he, where he has to play every game or something that that he's fit. And um, yeah, even even today when even when we, like, <laughs> I mean, I know Reading don't have many central midfielders or any central midfielders, but even today, I mean, if there's ever a game where you could have like maybe not played Jeff Hendrick, today was probably one. Let's be honest. Yeah, and you, you know, give give Seng, Senga a run out. You know who. Um, well, according to people at the club, are very highly rating um, him, um, young midfielder who came on in the second half. Um, but yeah, no, it did it did bring a, a wry smile to my face, I have to say, with uh, with Hendrick starting. But but yeah, you know, the other big absentee really was Carroll, wasn't it? I think to be honest, I think it's more. I know there's been a few rumours circulating on on Twitter today, but I think it's you know he, he's well, he's had an abdominal problem for quite some time. I think it's been a hernia as well, and. I mean, Christ, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I would want to play with the hernia, um, in all honesty. <laughs> I will say, so I, I, yeah, I did I did hear about, you know, the rumours that Carol hasn't travelled and stuff, but it, it seems to me that he's obviously been injured for a while, and that seems to be what Noel Hunt said, that he's been playing with injections and stuff. But it begs the question, why was he playing every single game since January if he's been injured yeah. like that? Mm-hmm. Why is no one thought, you know what, it might, it might be better to give him three weeks out and just let him let him heal for three weeks rather than playing for injections just madness just so many just questionable decisions all season from from people um mm. let's discuss some of the but highlights you, that she just 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 quick one one of, one of the most interesting things i thought was obviously mcintyre persisting with his midfield role which might be a indication of where he might be playing going forwards i'm not going to take too much from today in terms right. of strategy and tactic just i think there's so much change and churn over the summer that we we can't really dig into it too much yet but um yeah let's let's dig into the the highlights very briefly matt um reading kind of had the first big chance of the game long's deflected shot kind of drives up in the air towards cassidy who's managed to get his head on the ball from about what seven or eight yards um and i think he probably should do better here because he hits the post as he's kind of jumping up over the top of the headless defender and 
probably I think should put Reading ahead. Yeah, I think he should, to be honest. You know, he's five, five minutes into the game, a bit lucky with how the ball's come to him, but, you know, he's he's six yards out. I mean, the, the Huddersfield defender there is just ball-watching, really. He's not really doing anything. Doesn't really put up much of a fight, and Cassidy just knocks it wise. You know, it's just... When when teams go through runs like this Reading team has gone through with, with, with lack of goals and that, you know, things like that just don't go for you. I think it's it's is it now I think I think the last time we scored more more than a goal in a game was I think the last win we had against um Black Blackburn. Yeah. Not Blackburn, Blackpool. Blackpool. You know, thirteen games ago. You know. Um yeah, yeah. Like the the, the most frustrating thing was again like just the 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 lack of attacking spark. intent today in Spark. And it's just not been there for you know the past twenty odd games, yeah. You know, think... or, or even really this season, it goes back to the, what what we've talked about all season about just there just being no attacking idea. You know, you you can you can harp that on back to earlier in the season with Ince. Um Hunt hasn't really been able to to change much of that, but how much can you change in you know in 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 three four weeks that he's been here? Um, I think so much of that comes down to the fact that we just don't have any creative players, really, do we? Let's be honest. No. You look at the team, no. and it's if you if you ask you know ten different Reading fans who's our most creative midfielder, I don't think there would be a consensus answer. Maybe some people would say Tom Ince, but then we look at it, and Tom Ince doesn't have an assist from open play this season. For all you'd, of the you'd, call, you'd probably end up saying Jeff Hendrick, and I think that says a lot, really, doesn't yeah, it, about the, the team? Because because he's the only one that plays really in that, in yeah. that role. I, I, we just we just don't have players who have been able to create chances for our strikers in, at anywhere near enough of a, a good level, unfortunately. Um, Huddersfield only really had one chance in the first half. It, Boyce Clark plays a ball to Saar, and, and Saar basically gives Boyce Clark, I think, just a world of trouble by miscontrolling the ball and playing it back to him, and. Thankfully, Boyce Clark is kind of awake enough to the danger that he gets a tackle in and um, and puts it out for a corner before before Huddersfield can put the ball in the net from for two yards out. It's it's typical Reading FC this season, isn't it? You know, like yeah, it's it's a dreadful back pass from from Saar to the keeper. You know, and I mean, it's, the... it's a poor piece of control to begin with by Saar. It, let's yeah. be honest, I don't think Saar is really a a particularly good ball playing centre back. Um, no, he's not going to be getting in any um, Pep Guardiola teams or anything, is he? <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. No, you know, and it's it's just frustrating. It's just frustrating because we've seen this so many times, not just this season, but across the seasons at Reading. Right, defensive errors that have been Reading's nemesis for so many so many years, seemingly. But but yeah, it's it's just your typical end of season kind of play. Isn't it? It's just nonchalantness, not really caring, you know, or not, 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 not caring, just not having the attention to yeah, stay switched on. Just, it's just players not, you know, it's a lack of focus and a lack of, nah, not discipline necessarily, but just a lack of quality as well. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's another game, at, away game where Reading have gone in nil nil at half time and it's taken them less than five minutes to concede. Uh, the opening goal. This one comes about Reading kind of are trying to play out from the back. Don't really do it very well. Um, Boyce Clark loses the ball to the to the Huddersfield player in in the box, and eventually 
the ball gets played back and Huddersfield score kind of like from the edge of the area. Um, well, not from the edge of the area, but he beats beats Mbengue, the player who scores, and then drops it in the bottom corner from about 12, 13 yards out to the left-hand yeah. side. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, the defending is kind of like, eh. I, don't, I don't really think we can add anything by saying the defending is bad because it's just, it's just a, you know, it's a it's... nice finished goal but it's just one it's so avoidable in the grand scheme of things tail of the season right you know we're gonna say this quite a few times i feel um you know in, in this in this short <laughs> in this short podcast today because it's it's just it's just reading fc this season you know um like everything for me even boyce clark on the ball I think he's got more time than than he does you know to and bengue you know diving in and just being just passed so easily, you know, um, to then it's a nice finish. And, you know, when it gets to that stage, you know, the goalkeeper's just, he's not really got any chance there. Um, no, bo- bo- uh, Boyce uh, Clark. neither, neither Matt or I can really comment on how Boyce Clark played particularly because we obviously haven't watched, you know, we haven't sat there and watched him play in 20 games this season. So it's, I don't think there's too much we can say about him today, mm. which is going to influence how, how anybody looks at him. Um, but we, we almost get caught out quite quickly again after Matt with Navi Sar clearing one off the line and like people who do watch the highlights today or whenever you listen to this uh, pod, I have a, just have a watch for Andy Yeardom on this ball. It honestly, it drove me mad seeing this. Um, the ball gets played down the left-hand side where Yeardom is playing a left back and comes, comes over the top of him. And to say he's going slowly, I think is an understatement chasing this ball down. It's a very um, light uh, jog, isn't and, it, Pac? And I'll be honest, if this was Liam Moore playing in that position and we conceded, people would be going absolutely ballistic at that. People would be going ballistic at him even if we didn't score, you know. It's, um, yeah, I, I think Yeardon was an interesting one today because there's been a few accounts as well after the game, which I'm sure we'll just briefly touch on afterwards, about his conduct when he left the pitch. But... I just, I, I just can't understand it, you know. It, well, 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 no, I can understand it. We're relegated, and it's the end of the season. You know, that's exactly, I guess, why. But you know, you, you're wanting something from from your team today. And like, in fairness, like you can't blame it on Saar. And when Saar does realise that he's got no cover there because his captain's decided just to have a leisurely jog back, he tries to bust a gut to try and at least get back and do something. Then's able to clear it off the line. But it's just. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not uh, as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply it's 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 really hard to sum up you know because 
just I just don't understand why your captain is is playing like that or why our captain's playing like that. I think it comes down it's... to the fact that there's just not much to play for, right? And it's not but... that there's necessarily a level of player which has disappeared, but it's just what, what am I sprinting back for? Mm-hmm. Which is it's it's not necessarily the attitude you want to see, but unfortunately, I think it's the attitude that we sometimes, you know, sometimes unfortunately do end up with in these mm-hmm. kind of games where there is not actually anything to to play for. Um, we do co- we go to concede a second goal, and I know we've kind of spoke this season about how many goals we conceded with poor defending, and you know the keeper can't really do anything. And I feel like we've said it so many times, like oh, it's it's one that the keepers you know can't do much better with. And sometimes maybe that's true, and sometimes maybe it's like perhaps the keeper can save it if if we had an incredible keeper in goal. This second goal, Matt, though, Fadersfield, I really don't think many keepers in the world could have had any chance of stopping no no you know and um i i think even if lumley was was in goal i don't think i'd be blaming lumley for for this one i know i've uh, blamed him for quite a few this season um yeah it's, it's just a fantastic goal you know you can look at the midfield not coming out closing down um but to be honest it's what was it the 85th minute of like you say a game once we're relegated that's that's pretty much it i don't i don't really think there's there's much more really to 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 sum up with it, right? It's it's just an end of season game with not much nothing riding on it, and they're relegated, and you've got players that you know heads are going to be turned and thinking, what what am I going to do next season? You know, am, am I still going to be here? You know, which I know we're going to go over in the coming week with a season review and kind of look forward podcast. That but, one's I mean, be, that one's going to be a cracker. It's going to be quite, yeah, um, it's probably going to be quite lengthy as well because, um, yeah, the amount of stuff that's, um, that's there to be be, uh, be looked at and changed is quite sizable. But, I mean, for you, Alex, kind of looking after the game, because really I, I guess the only thing left to talk about is obviously what happened after the game. James Earnshaw tweeted it. I've seen a video and picture from Tyler End about Yeardham and... and uh, uh, Hoylet leaving the pitch, you know, without the rest of the team. And again, it for me, it just goes back to the fact that Yidam's captain of this team, or meant to be, and he's, you know, well, I guess not first, but second off the pitch behind Hoylet, whilst everyone else is there applauding the the fans. Uh, I mean, none of us, we weren't there anyway, and so we can't tell. Maybe Yidam was first over and last first, like first gone, so it's difficult to tell. Um, there was a good quote from Noel Hunt today um at the end of the game which one of his interview quotes was that you know too many players have come to the club and not cared enough none of us know which players he's talking about it would be great if we did because i think it would you know tell us a lot um but you know the fact that obviously lucas jao isn't playing today it, it it speaks some volumes i think unfortunately um however good of a player he might have been at points for reading um to be fair, yeah. though, if you're Lucas Shaw, you're not going to be wanting to play today, are you? If you, if, no, if you do your ACL or something it's, today. It's you also, know. Is it really wise just to disappear off on your holidays like he reportedly has done? It's, you know, it's, mm. I think it's it's a difficult one. We don't know who cares and who doesn't, frankly. Um, but, we're, yeah, we're just going to be speculating. So, point, pointless on our part for now. Um, it, it appears that today is obviously going to be Shane Long. I think it is Shane Long's final match. Um, he said it's probably it in terms of his professional career and 
he went straight down the tunnel as well. It? It, it was it was it was a very sad way because he goes straight down the tunnel as well. You know, yeah. after the game, I think it, it, or not after the game um, when he came off. Um, yeah, it's, just, it's, 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 it's a disappointing way for his his career to end for him personally. I've got to think, you know, of going course, back, because it's, back it's, Reading, it's, having a, a poor season in what can be said and just sad, really. I think. Well, you saw it. You saw his frustration last week against Wigan again when he came off. Again, he was he, he, he was fuming, ripped off the tape around his hand, chucked it down. You know, applauded the fans as, as he walked about. But you know, it's just been like you say, it's been been frustrating for him. And you know, um, well, so, some people say as well, don't they? Never, never go back. Never, if it, never go back to somewhere where you're f- fondly remembered because you can only tarnish it. I don't think he's tarnished. You know, his time at Reading, he will always be remembered for for you know the. The, the good times between 05 and 11, you know, where he was fantastic for us. But yeah, exactly. It's, just, it's, it's not worked out for him. And it's, it's sad to see. It's sad yeah. to see, of course it is, because of course we would have loved him to have, you know, even bag five, eight goals this season, you know, and finish his career today, like that. But yeah, wasn't. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll be back on, well, sometime probably this week with the season wrap-up podcast i don't really want to call it a review because reviewing it sounds like we're going to give it a grade and tell us how we've all done we all know Club it's not slating very... or <laughs> uh, we all know it's not been a very fun season so it's more just going to be like a it's a season wrap-up if you want to come and listen in like reveling how poor some parts of this season have been we'll be there to talk about it and we'll be back next season otherwise it's going to be a little bit of a break but we'll be back next season with all the same content that we've been doing this season, but maybe some more. We'll uh, we'll obviously put some feelers out on social media and see what people would like from us next season. See if there's any different or new stuff that we can uh, inspire. Uh, any any words, Matt, for the end of the season, for people? Thank fuck, it's over. To be honest, it's uh, yeah, you know, it's 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 not been fun. It's not been enjoyable. I, I, both of us, you know, feel well. I feel like we've both reached the end of our tethers on multiple occasions now, post Cardiff and post Wigan, as well. Um, you know, with 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 Reading FC, um, it's been a troll. Um, but Reading FC, like I've talked myself into the fact that Reading FC is an attractive club for for managers and players, and that hopefully we can build back next season. But it might be my like now, now the season's gone. My negativity seemingly has gone with it. But um, we'll, uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'm we'll, sure we'll, we'll see what it. happens. We'll find a way back for it. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll be back during the week. Keep an eye out on your podcast feeds for our season wrap up, and we'll speak to you all very, very soon. Cheers. Yeah.